Welcome to United Beauty, a podcast presented by the Salah Hair Foundation, which helps women and children with medical-related hair loss get wigs for free. I'm your host, Bianca Sala. I am beautiful, I am fun, a mom, a wife, a nurse, entrepreneur, oh, and I have alopecia. This podcast was created for other women who are amazing and suffer from hair loss. We discuss health, beauty, wellness, life, and other issues. We are real, but most importantly, we celebrate all women who appearances defy traditional beauty standards. The Salah Hair Foundation presents United Beauty, the podcast. Welcome. And thank you for tuning in to United Beauty, presented by the Salah Hair Foundation. I am Bianca, your host, and we will be talking about uh, beauty, wellness, health-related issues. This is our first podcast, and today's episode will be about me and my alopecia journey. So I'm excited to tell you guys, and I have a co-host, and her name is Portia Ari. Hey, <laughs> thanks for having me. Do you hear me pretty good? I think so, right? Yes, yep, we're good. Oh, I'm so excited about this and congratulations on your new podcast. Thank you. We're excited. We're excited. This is, this is awesome. And I think the whole organization is amazing. And I can't wait for you to tell me all about it and all of your listeners because I think what you're doing is super, super cool. But I do think, you know, with you being a fairly new organization, there are probably a lot of questions that people have when it comes to who you are and how you right. even got here. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you wear, right. So you wear a lot of hats and um, of all the hats that you wear, one of the things that I've been able to gather from you is you just care a lot. So yeah. I think today I want to just kind of like dive on in and get all up in your business. Okay, let's do it. <laughs> you know, I just want to do a good job for you. So if I'm going to be your co-host for today, then I'm going to try and work it out. All right. Okay. So can you, um, like, why don't you just start by telling us, like, who were you as a child? Like, how'd you grow up? Like, who was little Bianca? Um, okay. So Bianca was... Um, let's see. I'm the only girl. So I have four brothers. Uh, my parents are West Indian. Uh, I remember going back and forth sometimes to uh, Jamaica. Um, so I have three older brothers and I have a younger brother. He's, I think, 22 now and I'm 29. Um, my mother and my dad, they spared no expense with education. They made us go to the best schools and the private schools. There was no public education. Uh, we just, I don't know, it was, uh, as, I, as I remember when I was little that I was very spoiled. <laughs> and... Um, my dad left when I was 10 years old. Um, at the time, I didn't know where he went. So, but later as I grew up, come to find out he went back to Jamaica. 
So my parents divorced and my mother raised me and my brother as a single parent. And um, we went, even when she was a single parent, she made us go to the best schools. So we uh, went to Catholic schools uh, for middle school. Um, For high school, I went to Holy Angels uh, for two years. And then I got pregnant. Oh! (laughs) (laughs) So I got pregnant at 16. I was scared at that time. I said, oh, my life is over. What am I going to do? So um, I came to my mom. I told her. Of course, she was a little upset because I was young. But we got past that. Beautiful. I mean, the beautiful part is is the beautiful baby. You guys getting past it. Right, right. (laughs) So uh, after that, I stopped going to um, Holy Angels. I went to Chictawaga Central for two years because I felt bad that my mom was paying all this tuition. And now I'm going to have a baby. So I went to uh, Chictawaga Central, and um, I went there for two years, mostly homeschool, uh, because then my senior year, I found out I was having another baby. Oh, okay. (laughs) So I graduated big belly and all across the stage, and I got accepted into Canisius College, where I studied their psychology. And um, it took me a little bit of time back and forth to, you know, complete the good degree because I got sick. Um, well, how, like, how did you get sick? What, what was that? Um, so, like, I have these, well, I was diagnosed with pseudotumor cerebri. So that's where the brain acts like it has a tumor inside the brain and, um, like, fluid kind of stays in there. Yeah. So I would have terrible headaches. I would have to get spinal taps. That's where, they, you know, they take the fluid out your spine, spinal cord. Um, it was painful, but we got through it. Through it. You I, were dealing uh, with all of this, and you had two children, yeah. and you were in school. Yeah, yeah. Oh, gosh. Okay. <laughs> but my mom spared no expense. Uh, she made sure I went to, like, the best doctor. She was either going to she was even going to take me to i think there was a good hospital in rochester strong i think memorial yeah. she, wanted to, she wanted it fixed but thank god um everything's good under control now with medicine so i'm good now that's wonderful but, um yeah my i mean my childhood was you know simple really nothing too <laughs> exciting <laughs> except for when you found out you were super pretty and the boys were really looking at you. I, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> but so is life. So is life. So you have, do you have two children or do you have more than two? I have three now. Okay. So at the time I have 11, a 12 year old, sorry. Um, a 10 and a half year old. She'll be 11 Aww. in September. And I have a one and a half year old. A new baby. Oh, it'll be uh, two in September. Also, <laughs> so I'm thinking um, because I know so many people don't know who you are. But when I say she wears a lot of hats, it's because I know she wears a lot of hats. Um, somehow, in the midst of you being a college student and being a mom, you and you somehow got involved with the beauty industry and. Yeah. 
I guess I'm trying to figure out like where did that whole thing come from? How did you just tap into that? Um, I mean, I always like to experiment with hair. I always would use to sometimes wear sew-ins. Um, and it would blend really well with my hair. Everyone thought it was my own hair. So I was like, you know what? I want to experiment. Um I actually ran a store for almost a year. Um, what kind of store? It was like a corner store. Okay. I ran it like with his cousin. With Who's my cousin? with my ex-husband's cousin. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I kind of <laughs> ran the store with my ex-husband's cousin. <laughs> gotcha. And during that time, it made me realize like this is the type of life that I want. Like I don't want to uh per se a nine to five job even though I do I am a nurse now but um that's what I like to do but uh I didn't really want a nine to five job I want to be my own boss and having that experience and able to see like what really goes down I was like yeah I think I want to do this not per se like a corner store I wanted to do something that I could relate to that I love to do so hair was the next best thing and um I like to you know experiment with different hair colors or extensions and wigs so that was my best so you knew how to like put extensions in your own hair you know how to like do your own lashes you know how to do all this yourself I'm still working on my lashes (laughs) as you can see (laughs) I'm still trying to do them myself girl they look good from here (laughs) yeah don't uh, for my wigs I can actually do it myself I mean it's not professional job where it's like whoa but it's presentable it'll be it'll be on um I have a lot of family members that do hair so you know I can get the bundles real quick and say hey um can you sew this in my hair really quick or braid it down um my cousin actually um she's a hairstylist and she does my girl's hair she braids it really good um Miss Piggy so shout out uh, to Miss Piggy shout out to Miss Piggy (laughs) for keeping my hair my girl's hair (laughs) braided up um but yeah it was that's I had a good connection (laughs) so you ran this you ran this um corner store and Uh you always had a knack for beauty and beauty products and then one day you said you know what I want to be an entrepreneur. I like the fact that I was able to run this store. I am going to combine my love for beauty products and my love for running a store. And I'm going to create a beauty store or a beauty supply store. Yeah, which I did. Um, It opened uh, 2017 in Buffalo. Um, It was called Don Bella's Hair and Beauty Supply. Um, That was my baby. I felt so accomplished when I opened it because I think at that time I was really the only female that had a corner uh, not a corner store I'm sorry a beauty supply store impressive own beauty supply store yeah so um yeah that was that was my baby I for it went on for two years um it was kind of difficult because I got pregnant in the process and that wasn't part of the process (laughs) so it was kind of difficult but I had a good two years Um, Now I'm moving on to something better, I feel like, um, which is the Salah Hair Foundation, and it helps women um, that suffer with hair loss 
um, alopecia, cancer, burns. Uh, this is my real passion. I feel like having that beauty supply store just gradually led me this way. Which yeah. Is my real passion. So let's talk about that. Um, because I know that the Salah Hair Foundation couldn't have just come out of nowhere. Right. Um, so you mentioned that this was a passion that was driven. And I wanted to know, um, how did you get there? Like, we know that there is alopecia that is somewhere in the story. Can you tell us, like, when did alopecia enter into Bianca's life? So, um, I had my first child at 16. Um, my hair was beautiful, it was growing, it was long. When I had my second child, um, that's when I started to see my hair falling out a little bit more. Even and how during old were you? Uh, around 17. Oh, so you were young still. You were like, yeah. still like having to deal with peer pressure from like other teenagers. And so right. ooh, how did you handle that? So I would try to cover it up, <laughs> you know, like uh, wear my hair parted a certain way or have it up in a ponytail. So mine's wasn't as noticeable because it was starting like in the middle. So I can always try to cover it up. Yeah. But to me, I'm looking in the mirror, I'm like, oh. <laughs> oh <laughs> what happened gosh. happening to my hair? I thought maybe it was hormones because I just had a baby or, you know, um, I tried different products. I thought I would grow back. But um, I went to dermat a dermatologist here and um, they did like a biopsy, a little sample, and it came back and they told me it was scar scarring alopecia. Wow. So how did that feel when you found that out? Like, did you understand exactly what was happening to you? Um, I think at that point, not really, because I was like, oh, okay. You know, like, oh, all right, so what do I do next? Mm -hmm. So they're like, oh, here, just try these couple products. Maybe it'll come back, you know. Maybe it'll be, it won't all come back, but maybe we'll have some here there. Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay, because I'm young, you know, I'm like, yeah, all right. <laughs> the optimism of being young, just, just knowing everything is going to fall in the right place for me. So did right. it work? Um, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> it didn't work for me. Maybe for some people, but they had me like have Rogaine and they have me had, um, it was another type of solution, but it didn't really work for me. So, um, my hair is still thinning in the middle. And now I feel like now that I'm getting older, it's starting to thin more on the sides. And if I part it more here, so it's starting to even thinning out evenly around. <laughs> so with this new hair, you know, situation that you've encountered, how was it like, how did your family receive it? Were you, were you open about it or were you uh, trying no. to keep it? As, oh, okay. I was, oh, I, yeah, I was embarrassed, really. So I tried to keep it a secret. I always kept my hair done. It's not something that I always really talked about. My mom knew about it, but no one really around me, my family, really didn't know I was suffering with alopecia. Um, even at a point, my ex-husband didn't even know I was <laughs> suffering for alopecia. Like, I always kept my hair done. I always kept it nice. So, you know, I, no one really knew. Women, we can like totally be so strategic about how we want to present ourselves. Right. Uh, we can have a whole lot going on and man, nobody will know because we are pros and you being like so savvy with uh, beauty products and anything beauty, you really kind of knew, I'm assuming. 
you really know how to like jazz yourself up and kind of keep that thing away from everyone. Yeah, I would get my hair done almost every two or three weeks. <laughs> oh. <keep> <laughs> So yeah, it was, it was a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. <laughs> so now we know like, you know, how that happened. How did that get you to the point where you felt like, okay, well, I'm going to do something to help people that deal with the same sort of thing that I deal with. What was your journey like there? Um, so after I um, lost, well, not lost, but, um, decided to close the beauty uh, supply store, which is now online though. Um, I kind of was thinking to myself, there has to be like a deeper reason, a deeper, you know, meaning. And with me being, having these connections in the beauty industry or, you know, hair industry, um, you know, I thought about myself. I thought about how much money I spent on me getting my hair done and wigs and trying to just impress or you're not or not so embarrassed about you know my hair loss i wanted to help other women that i know are probably feeling the same way you know i was feeling um i just wanted to help them did you know of any like other other people that were dealing with the same sort of hair loss issue or were they like support groups or you know was there anything that you got involved with when you found this out about yourself uh no at that time no i didn't um i wasn't in any groups uh i really didn't think it was a big issue i didn't really think a lot of people were suffering with hair loss or alopecia so in my mind i'm like oh, okay well maybe i'm just one of those people just accept it <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> but I come to find out, um, there are a lot of people that are suffering with alopecia or, you know, hair loss. So we're not alone. Uh, we have a group. Uh, and I actually, this is why I wanted to start a podcast, because I wanted to express, um, have like a group where women can come together and just listen. Um, about situations that maybe you're going through and you don't want to talk about it, but you're saying, oh yeah, you know, I was, I just felt the same way. I'm glad, you know, I'm not alone. So I just want to let everyone know, especially the women and the children, you're not alone. I'm with this, I'm here with you <laughs> in this. And the Sell Out Here Foundation was born. Yes, <laughs> yes, it was. So, now too. <laughs> what'd you say? So that's my baby now too. This I know you have a lot of babies <laughs> outside of your actual children. You've created new babies. So you are an amazing mom because you can handle everything. Yes, thank you. So the Salah Here Foundation is here now. And what is it about this organization that makes it unique? What what it makes it so cool? Like I love what you guys do, but you know what? Let's backpack. Why don't you tell us a little bit more about what what the Salai Hair Foundation does. Okay, so what we do, we provide custom-made hair prosthesis, known as wigs, for women and children that suffer hair loss from alopecia, cancer, burns. Uh, we help them uh, pay for the wigs. We provide it for them. So everything is free of cost. Wow. So that means someone who is dealing with hair loss 
um, yeah. as, as long as it's like medically related, like this can't yeah. be for yeah. someone who just accidentally ripped their hair out by accident or right, right. Yeah. some products or bad relaxer or something like that. <laughs> um, right. So for people who need wigs, mm -hmm. so, um, why wouldn't somebody just be able to like buy one? Like, is that a, is that I a mean, problem? Uh, it's expensive. Um, some of the good, you want good human hair, uh, wigs that can last. Um, some of them are very costly. Um, it can go up to maybe a thousand to two thousand dollars. It just wow. depends on what type of hair, texture, length you want it. So yeah, they can come pricey. So one of the things that's unique about your organization is you're, you're starting your focus right here in Western New York, which is where you're from. Right, yeah. So, so what was it that made you, because you know there are like, of course, other organizations that do similar things, mm -hmm. um, much more probably broad, broadly known, but what was it that made you want to say, you know what, I'm gonna, I'm gonna focus on my community. Um, so especially during this pandemic, um, I've seen a lot of beauty salons closed or um, are affected by it. So what we do, actually, we partner with salons and we um, pour our donations and everything kind of right back into the community. So we're helping the people around us also, not just the uh, recipients that receive the wigs but also families that have been affected. Nice. can't make, you know, ends meet. So we also help them. So you guys are reinvesting dollars from yes. Western New York, yes. uh, for, for Western New Yorkers. Yes. That is incredible. So I get it. That's, that's a really neat model. Yeah. Um, so I, I think the Solid Hair Foundation is, really a special kind of organization because it comes from your heart. Like you're not just someone who just said, I'm going to do this. You're someone who says, I know what this feels like. Right. I'm this person. I understand. But I do know that um, you had mentioned that it's not just for people who suffer from alopecia. So who else would qualify for like medical related hair loss? Like what does that mean? Well, if you went through chemotherapy and your hair was all gone, uh, which are cancer patients, um, burn victims, if you had an accident or whatever. Um, uh, any medical related um, condition that causes you to lose your hair. As a nurse, have you seen like um, some of the effects that a burn could cause on like a scalp? Have, have you ever seen that? Yes. Not personally, but I have seen it from afar. Yes, I can, I saw that um, the burns, uh, you know, they have to reconstruct your skin back together. Some wow. of it's really bad. And sometimes the hair doesn't come back. Well, I know the hair really doesn't grow back. So even for someone that, you know, got burned, and you know they lost their hair because of it they could be feeling you know not pretty anymore when they had a long you know head full of hair yeah and now they're bald how unfortunate yeah 
So um, I don't want to like, you know, make this be like such a Debbie Downer. So I brought a game. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you want to play? You want to play a game with me? All right, let's play. So um, the game that I have right now, it's really easy, sort of, kind of. Um, it's okay. called Two Truths and a Lie. Okay. Okay. And since um, you say the Style I Hear Foundation is Western New York based, uh -huh. and although this podcast is for anyone to listen to, of course, yeah. um, we know that you are um, first starting to serve your community in Western New York, those people who need assistance and um, well, assistance for hair prosthesis or a wig, and are looking to even donate to help with the construction of those because the Sally Hair Foundation, you guys pay for that, right? Yeah. So I mean, there's donations that have to come in yeah. to fund this activity yeah. or these, um, right. got it. So, you know, before we get started in the game, how can people donate to the Sally Hair Foundation? So, uh, you can go to www.salahairfoundation.org and go to our website and click the don uh, donate now button. Um, we also have a 50-50 challenge uh, that we just kicked off uh, last month um, that we're trying to raise $50,000 in 50 weeks uh, to help the families provide them with a wig for free. Um, so you can also go to our website and donate. To that Beautiful. And could, can people donate here also? Yes, you can also donate here, go to your local salon, or we have um, reforming salon partners you can go there and donate your hair. We have um, a requirement on our website, at least 10 to 12 inches uh, long, how the hair has to be. Um, yeah, you can just go on our website and you'll find all the information. And your organization helps women and children, yeah. not just adult women. Right, women and children. Beautiful. Okay, are you ready for my game? Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yeah, since Sala Hair Foundation is Western New York based, I thought it might be very appropriate to play a game where I quiz you about Western New York. Let's see how much of a Buffalonian you actually are, Bianca. <laughs> no pressure. No pressure. Okay. Two truths and a lie. This is how it goes. I'm going to read three statements to you. Okay. Two of them are true. One of them is a lie. Okay. You have to tell me which one is the lie. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. So, number one. Buffalo is the second largest city in New York State. Number two. Buffalo is known as the city of good neighbors. Number three. Buffalo was named after Army General Torrance Buffalo Jones. Give me the lie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I'm going to say <laughs> the first one. The first one? Buffalo is the second largest city in New York State? That's what you're saying is the lie? Oh, man. I need your final answer. Give me your final answer. Uh, okay, I'm going to go with number three. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> that is a big fat lie that I made up 
was like, wait a minute. I tried to make it sound pretty. I tried to make it sound real. Like I tried. You, you heard me throw the army general in. Right, right. I'm like, I feel like I'm gonna have to make it military based or like you know, but it's really for it to really set. Okay, question or uh, number two. Here we go. The Hotel Buffalo was the first hotel in the world to feature a private bath in each room. Number two, Buffalo Bills legend and Hall of Famer Andre Reed was a great football player, but accusations of a Labrador Retriever hate group tarnished his reputation. And number three, in 1886, Buffalo became the first city with electrically lit streets. What is the lie? Why are these questions so tough? Why don't I? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I'm thinking to myself. Um, it's in between, I believe, one or two for me. So, you want me to read them again? Uh, yeah. Just okay. So the ones you're confused, the ones you're unsure about is, number one, the Hotel Buffalo was the first hotel in the world to feature a private bath in each room. And number two, Buffalo Bills legend and Hall of Famer Andre Reed was a great football player, but accusations by a Labrador retriever hate group tarnished his reputation. See, I kind of don't follow football as much, but my husband, he loves football now. So I try to know a little something. Mm -hmm. uh, I want to say number two. Wrong. That is wrong. I totally made that up. That is a lie. <laughs> <laughs> that is a lie. And I, I don't know if there's a laboratory retriever hate group that exists. But if so, I have no idea why. <laughs> that is funny. All right, you ready for the last one? Okay. <laughs> okay, so here's the last one. The first motorcycle was called the Daimler Richtwagen. I may have said that wrong, I don't know. And was manufactured in Buffalo, New York. Number two, two US presidents, Millard Fillmore and Grover Cleveland were from Buffalo. And number three, Buffalo is known as the city of light due to a hydropower generated from Niagara Falls. She's still in Niagara Falls, so I don't know now. Uh... I do feel like this might have been a hard one. <laughs> <laughs> I think all of them were hard. <laughs> um... I don't know about, I know Niagara Falls, but I don't see, I'm going to go with number three. Number three is wrong. The first motorcycle was called the Daimler Ripwagon, which I don't, I, I'm going to blame myself for that because I'm pretty sure I'm not saying that right. <laughs> and it was not manufactured in Buffalo, New York. As a matter of fact, I believe it was in Germany. Oh. Letting okay. you know. Right. That was my game. That was a good game, though. That was, it was a good game. It was a good game. <laughs> but I think we might be, like, out of time. I don't know. This is your show. So but I think we might 
be out of time, but I definitely want to thank you for allowing me to hang with you today. Yes. Thank you for hosting. Thank oh, you. I know, right? Like I sat in your seat. <laughs> <laughs> I sat in your seat for a little bit and I want to congratulate you just firsthand um, for the Salat Hair Foundation and the amazing work that you guys do. And I definitely want to reiterate to everyone that's watching or listening or however you're receiving this podcast that you can learn more about the Salahir Foundation by simply going to salahirfoundation.org. And yes. you can read all about Bianca and her story, or at least the, uh, probably a smaller version there, because I think I got the juicy stuff. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and you can find out, you can go there and learn how you can donate. Don't forget about the 50-50 challenge, which is their new campaign that they launched last month. Um, where you, where they are raising $50,000 over the course of 50 weeks. Yeah. So those are really neat things that you're doing. And the Sell Out Hair Foundation, I want to make sure I'm saying all this right, helps people that have medically related hair loss. So that means you have lost your hair due to alopecia or other medically induced reasons. Um, yeah. Burn victims or cancer patients who have dealt with or have gone through chemotherapy. Yeah. Thanks for all you guys do, um, Bianca, and make sure you go visit the website, everyone, and learn more about them, and yes. donate. This is for you all in Western New York, and thank you for listening from wherever you are. Yes, thank you. Bye, y'all. Talk to you next week. Bye. <laughs> thank you for listening. United Beauty is brought to you by the Salah Hair Foundation an organization that raises money to help disadvantaged women and children with medical-related hair loss receive a hair prosthesis. To learn more about the Salah Hair Foundation or to donate, visit salahhairfoundation.org. Your donation would be greatly appreciated.